Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jim Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. So, um, yeah, I, uh, you know what I've been doing? So I, I, I don't know if we've talked about this before. If we have, just tell me and we can skip it. But, so, yeah, you know, I like the show Survivor. I like, I like the show Survivor, especially the later years. And uh, and then earlier, like last late last year, I was like, man, I really want to watch Survivor, but there's no Survivor. Okay. So I found we have not talked about this. So then I found Australia, Australia, uh, uh, Survivor Australia. Okay. And uh, they've they they've done a couple of iterations of it that weren't good, but the last four seasons were really good, like really good. And I was able to watch those. Yeah. So much fun. And Australians are better than Americans. Just watch it and find out. They're just nicer people. And so I watched four of those seasons. I was like, those are really great. And I'm like, man, oh. Then I found Survivor New Zealand. Uh, mm. I, was, I was able to watch a season of that. And then I was like, oh, man. Because like, I, I can't watch the you know, foreign language ones. You know, cause I don't want to read the subtitles. I want to okay, hear. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, but so then, you know what I just found? Mm. Survivor South Africa. Ooh, how's that? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right, all right. I'm like, you know, it's the kind because I can put on Survivor and work on D and D stuff. Like I'll I'll just sit there on my laptop and I'm going, and then uh, and it's just playing. And so like I can ignore it, you know. Yeah, it doesn't for, matter. And then like for ten minutes we're doing a challenge. I'm like, oh cool, I'll watch the challenge now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, man, it's pretty fun. That's uh, that's that's been my uh, my little my little worldly joy lately. Well, I mean, speaking of working on D and D stuff, you've done a lot of work in setting up the new Jofo store. Well, actually, Brian did a lot of work setting up the, you the did Jofo so store. much on that. So, uh, yeah, we I have, am appreciative of everything you did. So, I did some stuff, a but lot of stuff. Brian did some stuff. He did a lot of stuff. And uh, yeah, man, go to JoeFoStore.com. Click on the t-shirts. We're out of everything else, but we got all the t-shirts, old classic designs, new designs, really cool stuff. And we're working on getting like hoodies mm-hmm. and girl shirts, whatever you call those, ladies fit. I don't know what they are. Um, and so, yeah, we're working on getting that stuff. But right now, we got, yeah, unisex tees, high quality stuff, all nice. good to go. Yeah, man. Check it out. It'd be really fun. You can support the podcast that way if you like. Um, So, Joe. Yeah. One of the things I've always known about you, Mm -hmm. and I've seen you working really hard at it. Okay. Yeah. It's not a joke. I'm not not saying it is. I'm 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 agreeing with you. I'm saying. I'm a hard worker. Yeah. uh, You are a hard worker. Mm -hmm. And you've been working hard. Yes. At putting yourself out there. Because naturally, you like to get in your shell. Yeah. I like to hide. You like to hide. Yeah. I've always been like more... you would be at functions. Mm-hmm. Let's just say community events. Yeah. Parties. Mm-hmm. But put on by friends. Put on by friends. Yeah. And instead of being with your friends. Yeah. You're texting me photos. Yeah. Of you in the bathroom. Yeah. Because it's quiet in there and there's nobody just else by in yourself. There. Sometimes Steve McCoy's in there. Sometimes you, there's you and Steve McCoy. Sometimes you're in there. Sometimes I'm in there. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just naturally a bit. Uh, more solo. I like to be by myself, and and like even and we joke about it. On you guys know if you're if you're longtime listeners, you know like I tease Jimmy about never inviting me anywhere, which isn't true, and he teases me about never accepting an invitation, which is mostly true. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, that, that's why I, I thought like let's talk about fellowship, then the need for fellowship, and I mean I was just asked to speak at our men's breakfast and. 
to kind of kick off the new year. And, uh, and I really wanted to talk about this with them because I'll, it's easy for guys to isolate. It's really, do. really easy to just kind of hunker down in place to be comfortable mm -hmm. uh, instead of, you know, uh, enjoying the fellowship with others. And it's and it's not just an extrovert introvert thing because, you know, as an introvert, like, OK, if somebody's like, hey, man. We're all going to go do this. My my internal response is immediately no thanks. Mm -hmm. Nope. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Even if I go. That's my but but if just because you're an extrovert doesn't mean you actually function well in fellowship. It doesn't mean that you actually have a sense of Christian fellowship which requires things like openness and transparency and you know the other things that we'll talk about here. So, uh and and I thought it might be helpful to just maybe hit on a couple of reasons why people tend to isolate themselves whether that's you know as an introvert by not going yeah. or as an extrovert by going but not really being yourself or being honest right yeah and one of the things that comes to my mind is like the classic masculine stereotype uh the strong and silent yeah the right? strong and silent type yeah yeah which is also the best kind of gas. Anyways, um, I like the the, the strongest. <laughs> well, that's silent but deadly. That's silent, silent but, deadly. but deadly. Okay, same thing. Same thing. Um, remember that Why? silent but Why? deadly. Yeah, whoever smelt it, dealt it. Remember yep. that? Yeah, I remember, remember that. that. I remember whoever that. denied it, supplied it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't remember any of the others. Okay. Um, so you know, that's it's like a, a, the classic you know figures that you see in movies, in books, right? Strong, silent, didn't complain. They're just brooding. Got it done. They're just yeah, they're they're quiet. Uh, they're they're not super expressive or emotional. Nothing bothers them. Yeah, they just they just get it done. Uh, and it's honestly like you see it coming to like maybe it's zenith in T two Terminator two when when the the hero is actually a robot. Mm, and he's the perfect mm -hmm. strong silent guy yeah he's like it's it like boom it comes together right there in a really well even play. like even yeah sarah you know sarah connor talks about that like she's got a monologue now i'm thinking about it she's yeah. got like this monologue of like all these men that have just hurt you know uh john and over the years but here's this strong silent that that will always protect him, will always be by his yep. side never yell not get drunk mm -hmm. so and the strong sound, great, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But that can lead to a sort of a, a, a man apart, a man alone, a solitary man sort of yep. mindset. And, you know, as much as, you know, you like John Wick, you ain't John Wick. Mm -hmm. Like you're you you're not gonna do well. We'll talk about the, the problem with trying to be that. But what else? What why else do you think people uh, are tempted to isolate themselves? Well, I think people are like me. Uh, often when I try to isolate myself, it's because I want to avoid accountability. <laughs> I don't want anybody pressing in. I don't want no one asking questions because yeah, then I got to answer them. Yeah. Right. It's either I got to you know I got to lie mm -hmm. or be honest. <laughs> right. And it's like it's eh, easier to just just not be there. Oh, hey. Yeah. Yeah, just don't just avoid the whole thing altogether. So, yeah, I think for a lot of individuals, it's to avoid accountability, to avoid those hard questions, people pressing in, mm -hmm. showing who we really are, um, knowing that there are things that we are uh, uh, doing or living or believing that is that is wrong and uh, goes against Scripture. And uh, so we don't we don't want that accountability of other brothers and sisters in Christ pointing that out to us. Yeah. Yeah. They, that's, I think that's a fair one that we all slip into from time to time. I think there's another reason. Um, sometimes people isolate uh, from others because they've been hurt. And, uh, and maybe if you're a guy, you don't want to admit that you've been hurt, mm -hmm. but, uh, but since most men aren't men today and they're girly men with man buns, they probably will only talk about how they've been hurt. But anyway, um, I'm not making fun of you. I think that 
feel like you are. Acknowledging. <laughs> I wish I had the man bun. I just got man buns. Wait, what? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> wish I had a man. Um, it's like when you've been burned by some guys or by some friends, or if you've been burned by a church, man, the idea of fellowship is not so appealing because they're like, oh, I don't want to get burned again. Some people are so jaded, they don't even think it's a possibility to have legit fellowship. Oh, no. There's been times when, like, I think I've shared, I've probably shared on here, and you and I know I've talked about it, especially, not especially, but because of my experience, because of where I'm at as a, as a pastor, like you can get burned by people that are close to you. And so you're almost afraid at times I am sometimes of opening myself up because it's like, yeah. ah, when's this going to be used against me? Yeah, it stings. It's when, discouraging. Yeah. When, when's the other shoe going to drop? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think we all are tempted to isolate ourselves. So you can be present, like in terms physically yes, present yes, in yes, the yes. fellowship, but really not be fellowshipping because you can isolate yourselves by guarding yourself and uh, and not actually engaging. Or uh, you can just avoid the whole thing altogether. Now, the problem is, is that, you know, we know biblically isolation is dangerous, right? It's not a good thing. Even in Genesis 2.18, the Lord uh, God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. By the way, fit. Take note, wives. You should no, be fit. No, no. The whole point no, here is, no, no. is that not what it means? No. I'm just going to stop you right there. Do you, <laughs> I'm just, I'm not even going to let you go down this, this joke of a trail, this trail that's a, of a that's joke. That's a Driscollism, I think. Oh my goodness. That, that's, that's where bad hermeneutics takes you. Man, wasn't there one pastor? Oh, one pastor yeah. that was removed recently, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, you wives, take your husband. You letting yourselves go. Meanwhile, like, bro, you're a doughy mess. You are gross. And you're talking about why? <laughs> what the heck is I, going I on? Just, <laughs> it says fit for him. She should be fit. <laughs> <laughs> fit as a fiddle. <laughs> All right. So, and I know this relates to marriage. We think about marriage and procreation, but it's mm -hmm. not just that. It's not good for us to be alone. We get into trouble when we're alone, right? You, yeah. You, you get, uh, you'll get overwhelmed. Uh, you know, temptation. We're going to talk about that, but it is, it is dangerous to try and. Uh, and, and, to, and to handle life alone because uh, you're not wired for it. You're not made for it. And you might think like, oh, well, I'm an introvert. I'm made to be alone. No, no. You're comfortable being alone, but you're not made for That's it. That's right. You're made for community. Yep. You're made for people. You're, God made you to dwell with others. Doesn't mean you don't need time alone. And doesn't mean it doesn't feel even better to be alone to mm -hmm. you. But you got to have other people. Why don't we talk about this? What What is fellowship? Because I think when people think fellowship, some people think, they literally will think like, Fried chicken, like potluck. That's fellowship. <laughs> I was wondering, like, where's he going with fried oh, chicken? That's the, you know, listen, I'm all for it. I like fried chicken. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're not saying don't. Yeah, well, you know, unless you're vegan. And then you're or just vegetarian in, then or you're pescatarian. Just, then you're just in sin. I think so. I think God gave us chickens. To eat. To fry and eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're gizzards. And he said, it is good. I feel like the gizzard is the holy of holies of the chicken. Oh, we need, not, we need, oh wait, when, when can you have some gizzards? Oh, we should do that this week. Okay. I'll, get, I'll, I'll text you. Yeah, sure you will. <laughs> so how would you define fellowship? What, what is, what is tr proper fellowship? Like real fellowship? Well, I think real fellowship is, um, real fellowship is, is open and honest um, friendship. Mm. Right. But it's it's just that it's but it has to have a purpose. And I think the purpose, mm. though, is the edification of the individual. Mm. Right. And so there's challenging, there's encouragement. Yeah. And I definitely think that it's based on 
something more than just a good time. Yeah. Right. Fellowship. You can have a good time. You can have a good time. But there's more to it because our fellowship yeah. is found in Christ. That that com- okay. that that common, uh, uh, I guess, uh, uh, foundation that we yeah. have is our relationship with Christ. Okay, you said a lot there. Let's unpack okay, that because okay, that's, that's no, it's really really good. It's perfect. I think it's a, it's perfect. Um, yeah, but now you're gonna fix it. Go. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're, just, we're just gonna unpack it and then repack it so it makes sense. No, no, no. no. It, it, it was really good because you talked about our foundation being in Christ and then what we actually do. Um, it, I'll just, as, and I, I don't know if I shared that on here before, but um, I, I have shared it a few times uh, in various teaching settings. Uh, and as much as I make fun of the Fellowship of the Ring and Lord of the Rings movies because they're terrible. Um, they're amazing. They're terrible Stop movies. It. Stop uh, the, it. The, the, you can argue that the books are good. The books are fantastic. Okay. Mm, movies though, don't hold up. Uh, oh my goodness! Do not hold up. But anyway, but what I love about the Fellowship of the Ring, the first of the trilogy, is that you actually get a picture of fellowship, yeah. right? Because you have three people, you know, two of whom, well, one of whom looks like Jimmy and I, right? Gimli is like if you combine <laughs> Jimmy, if Jimmy and I had a baby, it would be Gimli. Okay, not that that's possible or that we would want to do it. We're not talking we're not about, striving we're not, for this. We're not. I'm just saying that's what the thing people do. Uh, they say make that analogy. So um, you have like Gimli and then you have like the super tall, good looking effeminate guy with the ears and the arrows. I don't know what he is. And then you got uh, and then you got the human guy and you got like the the hobbits. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So they're all different. They come from different places, different yep, backgrounds, yep. different cultures, yep. different, you know, experiences. But, but they they have a shared purpose. Like you mm-hmm. said, they have a shared goal, a shared mission. They're 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 working together to to do that and that's going to require them to push each other support each yep. other rebuke each other all that i mean uh i i love that aspect of the fellowship of the ring um i thought that was that was really cool and a, and a nice picture of what fellowship looks like mm-hmm. so you said that our fellowship is really ultimately grounded in i think i don't know if you remember if you said gospel but it's you know it's grounded in, in the faith right yeah. yeah 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 uh like ephesians 4 1 through 6 mm-hmm. yeah, quote I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, sort of like a mission there, right? With all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body. Here's our shared faith, right? There is one body, one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. That is what makes us who we are, yeah. the people of God who because we are brothers and sisters who share this one faith, one calling, we can fellowship together, which is you were saying actually is a call to to do, not just to like, it's not like the dude abides, you know, it's not, it's not <laughs> it ain't that. It's not just abiding, like yeah. in a chill set. It's like we actually like strive together. And and this fellowship there's, there's that working it works out. for us. Yeah. Right, like you're working it out uh, in the power of the Holy Spirit. And it, it's not just, it's, it's not just something that happens to us, but it's something that we are in, actively engaged in. Right, right, right. So I think like, you know, when you know, the, the, the two ways that uh, I, I, I think we tend to think about it is when we're together in fellowship, we're protected, mm. but we're also bettered, right? So we're protected. Obviously, you send out little little Fromo or whatever his name is. Frodo? Say, yeah. You say Fromo? The, I don't know what his name is. Uh, Fredo? Anyways, you send out Fredo. <laughs> you send out Fredo? <laughs> What is wrong with you? <laughs> he ain't getting it done. Not by himself. Nope. He's got to have Samwise. No, no, no. And even at that point where he was going to, he failed. Yep. So you got to listen. Although they could just, could they just ride the eagle all the way there? I still don't understand that. 
Listen, there's a couple gaps. Okay. I just feel like <laughs> I'm willing to listen. I'm always willing to say that I eagle just like fly him all the way in. I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> I remember. The, yeah. Once I got through the books as a kid, I was like, why didn't they just ride the eagle? Why didn't they just go <laughs> I'm straight? Just curious. <laughs> I don't like, know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but we we are protected and we need protection. Like the classic, uh, you guys know this passage, Ecclesiastes chapter four, verses nine through twelve. Uh, Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. The whole, I mean, a big emphasis here is like, oh, you're safe together. Yes. You're alone. You're not so safe. You're much more likely to be victimized or to just stumble into a real mess. I mean, this is why we have arguments uh, about who's going to be on the zombie apocalypse party. We do. We do have that because like, we have a there's, we have a few hundred people here at the church. Yeah. I got to figure out who am I going to band They with. are not all going to be on They're our respective all. teams because we're going to be on different teams obviously why, why would be on a, why wouldn't be on the same okay well first of all you probably uh would make me a grunt or something yes um and i, uh, I have that, to look at everybody's strengths yeah that's that that's definitely not uh i have my own team uh and yeah, i've already be, I, and i've already got jennifer mon on my team you can't have her i, I claimed that years ago that's fine i, I took yeah. gary okay yeah, you can have gary that's fine i'll take jennifer what uh, jennifer will outlast gary for sure uh, first of all, this is a married couple in our church. First of all, who's who could? Okay, first of all, I bet she could bench more, run faster, and and she could leave people behind. Gary ain't leaving it. Gary would have a hard time leaving people behind. You got to be able to leave people behind on the zombie apocalypse team. I, I I'm still taking. You can have the Warfords. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can have all the deacons. <laughs> People who love people and want to serve people. Yeah. You can I'm, take them. They ain't going to leave anybody behind, and you will get swallowed I'm up. I'm taking Brian. Yeah, Brian's a good one. I'm taking Brian. Yeah, Brian's got that cold math brain. I'm taking Brian and Kevin. You okay. can have the rest. Okay, if you take Brian and Kevin, then uh, you have to take Krista. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wait a minute. You know who you have to take? You got to take my brother-in-law, Scott. There you go. All right, I, so I would be honored. Okay, good. Good. I would oh, you're using him as bait, though. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you could use him as one of those, like what is wrong those with heat you? flares that come off the plane to distract the seek, heat-seeking missile. That's what Scott is to you. Listen, hey, you, Scott, if you're listening, I wouldn't do that to you. That's what Jimmy would do. And, Scott, sometimes you got to have a pawn. You know what? Everybody has a purpose. <laughs> the Lord says yeah. he creates vessels for suffer. Vessels for wrath. <laughs> Vessels for destruction, <laughs> vessels for common use. All right, now but, I'm just going to take the time to apologize to our people. Yes, <laughs> right now. But we do do this. <laughs> we, we do. <laughs> we do divvy up. <laughs> Who are we going to take? Yeah, listen. You know, if we if we had a giant, if we had billions of dollars, we'd have an ark, and, and everybody. And, would and be I've saved. already claimed the Kapal checks. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. All right, well, 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 listen. We need to draft. Oh, can we do like a fantasy? <laughs> Fantasy draft, draft situation that would be like we that would actually, be that'd be great. Zombie apocalypse again. I want to reiterate yeah. the apology from Joe and I. Yeah, that's okay. We would have to weigh 
Like we we have to wait. No, no, like each member with their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 they have different let's positions. End this now. Okay. Let's end this now. Okay. We'll pick it up later. <laughs> we get lunch this week. We talk about it. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. sure. You'll text me. I'll text you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, what are the dangers that we face that, that we get into? The common ones are like sin and temptation, right? Yep. Yeah. Whether it's in in our private life, right? Yep. Like in uh, how we are at home in yep. our marriage, mm-hmm. how we're at work, right? It's everywhere. And listen, sin and temptation don't just like present a challenge to you. They can destroy your life they can destroy your marriage they can destroy your job you can lose your career um like you like you can lose your life like like sin and temptation are real problems these aren't just like oh it's going to be an inconvenience or it might be embarrassed sure that's a that's a possibility but it's also a possibility that these are dangers that will bring epic ruin yeah upon you and so like when you understand that when you know that the stakes are actually high you should value like Oh, I need to be around men who are or women like if you're whatever. I need to be around people that are going to help to hold me accountable and protect me from myself yep. as well as from the errors that are out there in the world. But then another danger that we face is unbelief and false doctrine. That's why we need yeah. each other, right? Yeah. Because doubt can lead to being distant. Yeah, you distance yourself from like God or you distance yeah. yourself from people. And that could lead to disbelief. Yeah, I mean the, people don't just apostatize in an instant. No, right? No, they, don't, it, they don't just you deconvert. They, no, you could see the trajectory. From yeah. time. So, Usually after is when you can see it real clear. Yeah, you can see you see it really clear after that. But even in the midst of it, there's you should times be able where to I'm track like, it. Ah, I'm seeing a bit of a, I'm mm-hmm. looking at a bit of concern here. Let's address this. Yep. They're doubting, they're drifting, they're distanced, they're gone. Yep. And so, yeah, I think that, you know, that's why we value scripture. It's why we study scripture. I was just listening to uh, a man today. We were at the table talking at men's breakfast and, and he's probably got, I don't know, 15 years on me, I'm, I'm going to guess. And uh, he was saying, like, I've seen He's God. He's 165? 155. Um, he, uh, he was saying how, like, I've seen God do so much when people just come together and they're studying scripture together and they're praying together. That's when I've seen God do the most, mm. like, epic things in our lives and in people's lives. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we we study scripture and we value doctrine because our beliefs will correlate, our, our, our doctrines will correlate to our piety and our experience of God. And so unbelief or false doctrine are, are going to have a big impact. We're, we are going to doubt in various ways. We're going to struggle with doubt. Doubt is a part of imperfect faith, which we all have. So, yes, fellowship will protect us from that because we'll see people struggling, so we know we're not alone. We'll still, we will see people succeeding and thriving, and we'll be encouraged, and uh, and they will encourage us as well. But we're not just protected uh, together in fellowship. We're also bettered, and this is something that you were hitting mm. on when you were talking about what real fellowship is. Well, yeah, I mean, I think just in sanctification, right? Like how, I mean, this part of how sanctification works is uh, as we're reading Scripture— Right. And mm-hmm. as the Holy Spirit is is pressing in on us, there's other brothers and sisters that are pressing in on us as well. Right. And yeah. we're being we're honest with them. We're transparent with them. We're confessing our sins and and they're holding us accountable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's part of that process of sanctification. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I, even people that have a biblical understanding of sanctification, we, we get a little reductionistic. It's like, OK, sanctification is the transformation of an individual. Right. Who mm-hmm. becomes more like Jesus. Yep. So it's not just conduct, it's character that's changing, right? It's not just behavior, it's your being that's changing. Like you're becoming more like Christ. Okay. It's a progressive transformation of an individual through the work of the Holy Spirit and the ministry of the word. And you can look at 2 Thessalonians 2.13 and John 17.17, 17, whatever. Uh, so, okay. So it's almost like, okay, so if I just read my Bible, 
I'm good. Like Holy Spirit Bible, I'm mm-hmm, going to be sanctified. Mm-hmm. But sanctification tends to happen in the context of community. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's the ministry of the word, but how do we receive the ministry of the word? Well, yeah, by reading it, but also by hearing it, by sharing it, by listening to one another, by exhortation yep, and, yep. and all of that. I mean, really, I think if you think you're going to be sanctified and grow spiritually and become mature because you read your Bible, I think you're wrong. I think that'll be a part of it. But you also need the fellowship of the saints. You need to be with brothers and sisters who are actually going to contribute to your your growth. Yeah, I mean, Proverbs 27, right? Iron sharpens iron. One man sharpens as one man sharpens another, right? That's right. I li- everybody likes that one. That's yeah, a yeah. good one. Though. That's an easy one. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, yeah, we, 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 we need that. Like, I can be better. You can be better. Yes. And we're supposed to want to be better. If you don't, if, if you don't want, I mean, I just, I, it's hard for me to imagine. I've never met anybody that I've had a serious, any Christian that I've had a serious conversation with on this topic who doesn't want to be better. They want to be godlier. They want to become more like Jesus. And even when I think about the most seasoned senior saints at our church who are godly, awesome people who suffer well, who live for God's glory, they don't think they've arrived. They like, they long to be more like Jesus than Mm -hmm. they are. They know Mm -hmm. they still haven't arrived. And so it's like this, it's, it's the call, right? It's first Thessalonians five eleven. Therefore encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. You talked about this. You said, you said, if I can remember this correctly, that fellowship has as its aim building up one another. And like, that's clearly the charge here. We're supposed to use words that don't tear down, but build each other up. We're supposed to encourage one another. And that, that word encourage isn't attaboys and butt slapping like, hey, good job. You're a great guy. It is. Yeah, it's not just falseness. Right. Or, or superficial. Or superficial. Yeah, yeah, right. It, it, it is. It, it's. It's preaching. It's a kind of preaching. It's an informal exhortation to one another based on the truth of God. You know, if somebody's doubting, you encourage them with the truth. If they're if they're struggling, you try to give them words of hope. You you and these aren't just your words; these are God's words. So I think this is a really big one that we we actually say like, oh, my goal here is to build up this person, and mm-hmm. their goal should be to build me up. We should all be seeking this together. Hebrews ten. Right. Yeah. Uh, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promises faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. Sounds femi. <laughs> Not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So part of that being in community, we are bettered yeah. with one another because we are stirring one another up to love and actual good works. And that's why we should not be neglecting meeting yeah. together, gathering yeah. together as God's people, not just on the Lord's day, but outside together in our community groups, discipleship groups, uh, Bible studies, whatever you want to call them, accountability groups, um, because it's there where we're able to uh, really encourage and and protect one another. I, I, there's a couple of things here that, that stand out to me. Um, obviously, at the very beginning, right, it's like, let us hold fast the confession of our hope. So there's our commonality. Mm. Right, it's yep, not yep. in shared affinity interests in the world. It's it's our confession of faith. Um, and let us consider how to stir one another up to love and good works. I like this because it uh, 
it, it's it's it seems to be the opposite of what I see a, a lot happening, especially on social media. Mm. I'm supposed to we're supposed to stir each other up to love and good works, not provoke one another to 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 points of frustration, right? And and there's a place for debating and all of that. But I, as I think about the relationships here, like okay, what should we be doing? How sh- what what fire should we be stoking in each other? Love and good works. So affection. Uh, interest, sacrifice, right? Like warmth. We should have warmth toward one another. Yep. We should see each other as real family and good works. Like we should be looking to do the best things, the right things, the good things as determined by God, not man. I also like that, uh, this whole not neglecting to meet together. Because I know like a lot of pastors will use this like, See, you need to be here on the Lord's Day. You need to be here. And give. And, and get. And if you're, see, when you're not here. You're not giving. You're forsaking the assembly. And that's, Okay, that's one way in which you can forsake the assembling together is by not coming to church on a Sunday uh, or, you know, actually leaving it behind or whatever. But like you said, Jimmy, I agree with you. This is not just that. Like the meeting together is like what Christians do. We yeah. we believe in communion of saints, the, the communion of saints. We believe in fellowship, we believe in relationships and community. And we should believe in that more than anybody else. Yeah, I mean, that's why, you know, we get together in evenings, you know, and... And go out for dinner do, on Saturday nights. Who and, does that? And uh, just gather yeah, together yeah, around the table. And, and then sometimes, you know, we talk and and then we go play games and we enjoy and discuss yeah. what's going on mm, in our lives. Oh, games. See, that's you know, why I, had, I, was at, I was at a party. Uh, we had like a monthly potluck dinner. Nice. Thing, and our, with our small group. And they were like, hey, we're going to play. Uh, maybe it was a Christmas party. Anyways, like, let's play a game. And I was like, got to go. And like no 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 play a game play a game I'm like all right fine I'll I'll play a game but I got I do have to leave in like fifteen minutes like because, yeah once once I said there's a game they're like they're like but no but I I, I did have to leave. I mean fellowship just doesn't have a you know uh, an end time but whatever it's they're, they're, listen uh, <laughs> there's no there's no U or N in fellowship okay so it doesn't have to be fun um, <laughs> I I but they were like we'll play this game and uh, and now okay so I'll play it so now it's a game I'm playing a game and I'm not really good at games don't really enjoy games so we're playing this game and it's one of those games where you have to like make big gestures it's a card game where you have to move around and do stuff mm-hmm. <sighs> out of my comfort zone bro. yeah of course could not get to the bathroom <laughs> and uh, couldn't run but it was fun good i'm glad you it was good it. so let's say this you need fellowship i need fellowship. everybody needs it and just being a member of the church is not enough just going to church on sunday is not enough just going to a small group is not enough Fellowship means that you have a bond with a group of people where you share the mission of God together or the mission of the church together given to us by God and where you are committed to building each other up. This requires you to be honest and them to be honest. So listen, ask around. If you're not in that kind of a relationship, if you don't have that kind of a friendship, then start asking like look for it. Invite people to dinner. Mm-hmm. Find a good small group to be a part of in your church. Or um or maybe you need to Maybe you need to jump ship, get out of that church because it, there's, it's, it's just filled with a bunch of people that are toxic. I mean, that's possible. But more than likely, there's there's an opportunity for you to have real fellowship at the church that you're at if it's a gospel church. So look for it. Don't forsake it because without it, you are uh, headed for trouble. We've all been there. And uh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the fellowship. I'm grateful even when it makes me uncomfortable. There you go. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast at the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. 
We got that first part every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we've also got that all access exclusive content. We got Banter of Truth on Tuesdays, Weekday Wisdom, Monday through Friday. Head on over to DrFortune.com slash all access to sign up today. Later. Later.